Welcome to Have an Opinion. Two weeks ago, it was all about me. This week, it's all about Kyle, the silent assassin of Have an Opinion. Look at that little look there. We got him to laugh early. I don't know what's on the menu. Kyle's going to tell us after this on Have an Opinion. And welcome to Have an Opinion. It is Nick. It is Kyle. But this week, it's all about you. That's right. My choice. It's Kyle. That's right. <laughs> I uh, before we get into it, I've been we've haven't done those forensic files reviews in a while. I've been grinding that. Really? Show. I've watched like probably yeah, eight you... episodes of that in the last two days. Any good ones? Any ones worth going? Oh, back there and were. Reviewing? I I need to fig- I need to figure out the one because mm-hmm. it wasn't like so analytical that it was crazy. It was just Bro. a murder. Mm. Could have gotten away with it. I, I can't remember the Those premise. Are the, the I best think, ones. I think I like... might have lost it though, because I was bouncing around collections oh, to okay. find it, and then I knew there was one that was about Erie, and I watched that one. Yeah, there's one that takes place in Corey too. But uh, yeah, I watched the I watched the Erie one like three years ago. Uh, the, the one where the guy kills his wife and then buys the new house in Erie and buries her body under there. Oh, I, I don't, don't know. know if I've seen. I've definitely heard that one though. Yeah, that, I know that one. That, yeah. that one's called like a new foundation or something. But uh. yeah, I watched that one because I haven't seen it in a while. I'm like, I can't remember everything verbatim mm-hmm. about it, so I'm gonna watch it again. And I had watched one literally right before that. And I was like, that was really good. Yeah. But yeah, so uh, maybe we'll have to bring those back one day. I would be down. Uh, I haven't seen them. In I a don't while. think we were ever ruling it out. But, no. But uh, <laughs> anyway, it's all about Kyle. Last week, uh, I was had a lot of fun. That was I like talking about myself. I'm also I like to think a good listener. You wouldn't know by the way I cut Kyle <laughs> off on the show, but that's my short term memory loss. Me trying to get my thoughts out there. Yeah, it happens. Uh, there there was some commentary about uh, how we spent 45 minutes on the movie and people hadn't watched the movie. Oh really? And they were like, "Well, I don't want to listen to a whole review of this." And then the <laughs> other three topics took like 15 minutes to get through. So that's understandable we're learning we're learning yeah um another thing is that i have off today mm-hmm. so you know i had a pretty good day yeah i had some time to just relax get ready like i used to back in our prime the beginning of the oh, summer when i was unemployed man. most of the time we go to work we get done and we come right here and get into it yeah uh so you know the preparedness of the show is not where we would like it to be for sure because uh, me and kyle are both kind of detail oriented but you know it's a good way to put but, it you know, it is what it is. So I'd like to throw that out there as well. But yeah. Kyle, it's all about you. Yeah. You're gonna walk me through today's episode. Whoa, all right. So why don't why don't you tell me what we're doing here? Sure. I uh so I guess a starter, all of my favorite movies or most of my favorite movies are not available to stream. So we'll do a movie review on one of those mm-hmm. at some point because they're all great. But I found in my notes, uh Oh boy, I just went all the way to the top. My top 10 movies as of 2021, which I don't know when I made, obviously I made that in 2021, but (laughs) I just, I figured I'd go through them with you and see like, oh, see if you agree, disagree. Okay. I guarantee you I haven't seen them over half of them. So maybe you could tell me a reason or two why it's so good. Sure. I'll give you. Without spoiling too much. And And whenever we do pick one for me to watch. Right. Yeah, yeah, I definitely won't spoil too much. Um, I did a little bit about my favorite song, and then I did a question round because I was like, well, I don't, I like talking about a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. I was like, well, like the first one was like rank best to worst, a couple key songs I like. Oh, okay, okay. And then I'll see what you say and see if it matches oh, what I. Oh, the trivia portion. You're right. 
I had a whole thing about a Twilight Zone trivia. That was that link I sent you. I found mm-hmm. it and just like sent it so I didn't lose it. And I was like, well, eh, you could sit here and quiz me on the Twilight Zone, and that's only fun for two of us. So <laughs> <laughs> I don't know how, how fair, far, fair yeah, enough. People at home would be like, who? <laughs> that's brown. The monsters are due on what? <laughs> that's what the questions are. What was the name of the street? Yeah. <laughs> just yeah. really easy. Uh, and my drink today is Code Red. Wow. And the Country Fair Cup. Yeah. I uh, I worked a little late today, and I didn't bring an energy drink. And I was like, well, I can't just show up. I'm yeah. handed. <laughs> what am make I? a stop somewhere. Yeah. And so I got out of the fountain, and it almost tastes like Mountain Dew with, like, cherry juice. Mm-hmm. Probably that cherry stuff. Out really good. A little it's, bit better. It's funny, because I saw a crushed Country Fair Cup on my walk this morning. And I was like, oh, mm-hmm. man. Yeah. <laughs> Somebody had a good time. So. Someone. Just stomping the beer can after you finish it. <laughs> yeah. Stomp the country fair cup. Or crush it off the back of your head. But let, let's get into this uh, movie ranking. All right. And I haven't looked at this in a while, too, so it'll be interesting. So the honorable mentions, First Blood, the first Rambo film, very good. Uh, the Departed. I don't know if you've seen that one. I've it's, heard of it. It's great. It's uh, Martin Scorsese. Quick rundown. Uh, Matt Damon is a cop who works with Jack Nicholson, who's a mob, a mobster. Leonardo DiCaprio is a cop who's going undercover in that mm-hmm. mob. So it's like, is that the one? Uh, <clears throat> is that the line about the apples? I got her number. How do you like those? Oh no, no that's no. Goodwill Hunting. That's good Never mind. Hunting. Never mind. <laughs> I was like, what the fuck? apples? Uh, I see. I, I I thought of it quick enough though to where people no, weren't like, good. this guy's an idiot for too long. <laughs> I I got it figured out quick enough. Uh, and it's it's great because it's like. They're both cops, but, like, one's a dirty cop pretending to be good. The other's a good cop pretending to be dirty. Mm-hmm. And it's just, it's great back and forth. It's It might be Scorsese's best. It's up there, definitely. Goodfellas is probably mm-hmm. his best. But th- this one was made in the early 2000s, so it was cool that, like, he didn't lose it. It wasn't, like, Goodfellas, Taxi Driver, nothing. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. he still got it. Um, Whiplash? The drummer movie. Oh, I love that. Whiplash. That's probably one of my most like underrated movies. Yeah, and you never think about it, but that's because a good one. I don't. I would assume it wasn't a big budget movie. Yeah, I, I, and it, not. I don't remember. It's not that old. I don't remember hearing much about it. No, I just remember seeing like, oh, that movie's about a drummer, and I, I like drums. But that if you want a good acting performance. Oh almost, my gosh. What's it? Penn Teller? Or no, that's <laughs> that's the magician. Penn and Teller. Is it Miles Teller? Um, it's something Teller, isn't it? Yeah, I think it's Miles Teller is the drummer, and then J.K. Simmons. Yeah, is the the farmer's mean, insurance. Yeah, guy. I never can watch Jay a Jonah, farmer's Jameson insurance or whatever. Can it's never watch a farmer's insurance commercial the same after that. No, not my tempo. Not my <laughs> uh, Silence of the Lambs. Another honorable mention. I really like that movie. I've had two nickisms already. That's terrifying. <laughs> Thought Penn Teller was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're getting. It's getting. We're getting bad. some things. This mixed is what up happens over when here. you don't talk the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> Start. Uh, Scream, which is uh, one of the better horror movies, <laughs> and Dodgeball. Dodgeball, good, good comedy movie. Yeah, I because I, I was trying to think, what's your favorite comedy movie? Mm-hmm. Dodgeball and Wedding Crashers, I think, are I, my uh, two favorite comedies. I first watched Dodgeball while I was getting a full body MRI, and they gave me like these goggles you could watch a movie oh, on. It, like goes forward. Yeah, and, I was like, how? I don't know how that works, but oh, that's pretty cool. That movie, it's so quotable. Oh, that's good. That Christmas vacation. Yeah. All right. So number 10. <clears throat> oh, those were all honorable mentions. Those were all honorable mentions. Yeah. So I just figured I'd give <laughs> you a little. top 20. <laughs> I figured I'd give you a little taste of everything. I won't. 
I won't do crazy long because you know these movies. Uh, number ten, Stand by Me. Also, the name of my favorite song. Oh, it's a. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the movie. Great no. coming of age. It's with like, the four kids who go find a dead body. They did it on Family Guy. That's yeah, spoof. Stranger Things. No, on Netflix. No, I'm kidding. No. Not even uh, <laughs> that. Just that insulted him more than he can put into words. A little words. bit. It's a it's a Stephen King uh, story, and it's it's just oh, it's so quotable. It's mm-hmm. So that one, maybe I'll have you watch that one, and then you can hear the song at the end. The you have you heard the song "Stand By Me"? Oh yeah. Okay. I listened to it like four times in a row today. Okay. Why? To, I knew this. We'll get into oh, it when oh, we get into oh, the because song. I texted you about yeah, it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll get we'll get into that when we get to that. Don't worry. I forgot that I told you. We're both you. coming off as goofs today. I forgot I told you these topics. Like, why the hell did you listen to it four <laughs> times? Had me nervous. Number nine, another Stephen King adaptation, Shawshank Redemption. Good. You've Whenever seen that, you talk right? about movies, I like no, I haven't. Oh my goodness! The, the thi- I watch so many. I'm a big like background <clears throat> noise mo- noise movie kind sure. of guy. Like I'll pay attention, but I'm gonna do something else because like uh, I like fair like, None playing of a video really game those. and having a movie on, writing an article with a movie on or something. Okay. And rarely ever am I like I want to watch this really good movie right now. And True. I don't know, it's weird. I'm some a weird of these person. are rewatchable. Some of them are Shawshank's a really long movie. Sorry, it was a glare. <laughs> no, I saw it. Moving, My yeah. neighbor must have got home and the light must have moved because it was like going along uh, that whole wall. Better start mowing. Yeah. Uh, I See, this is where it's weird. I haven't looked at this in a while. Uh, number eight, Shutter Island. Have you seen that one? No. Oh, that they one's They made a on... TV show adaptation of that, didn't they, when we were younger? I don't think so. I thought there was something. I, it might have can... been a different kind of island, but there was some... Never. I, I That sounds stupid on the surface, but... You know what? I'm not even going to defend it. I knew what I meant, but I'm not going to be able to explain right. what no, I meant, I... so I'm not going to make it worse. So just keep going That's on. That's fair. I think it was 2011 it came out. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio and Mark Ruffalo are detectives going to investigate an insane asylum on Shutter Island. Martin Scorsese movie? Uh, he all, He's the guy who did Departed that we were talking about. Great. I mean, it's one of those movies that has such a unique feel to it and it's it's a thriller it's got some scary elements it's got some tense elements there's a lot of twists and it's just it's rainy a lot on the island i don't know how to describe the mood of it but there's not a lot of movies where it's like gosh i'm in the mood to like watch this movie Mm -hmm. but that one's got a very specific that one i believe is on netflix so maybe i could have you watch that one the twist though i mean wonderful wow i I would propose a series where we just watch acclaimed films and we can give my like veteran uh, knowledge of it and then you time. get your first look at it and see what we come up with. Number seven. Harper's Island. Not Shutter Island. Harper's Island. I've, I've on never, CBS. Never. From 2009 to 2009. <laughs> wow, you've, got, you've got the same knowledge as I do. It's just very niche audience you know, tell us about like Jumper with uh, Hayden Christensen or something. Oh, yeah. Uh, number seven, Psycho. That's uh, Norman Bates. Mm-hmm. Bates Motel. That's where that comes from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good twist ending. 1960. Um, it's in the song We Didn't Start the Fire, Chubby Checker Psycho. And they do the jing, jing, jing. Trouble you know. in the Congo. 
Well, yeah, but you know the the scene with the shower scene. Okay, yeah, okay. yeah, I've seen. Uh, fun fact: they used a uh, chocolate syrup. Really? It's not black because it's black and white. So yeah. Tell, yeah. Oh yeah, that makes sense. Chocolate syrup. You can get away with a lot more when it's black and white. <laughs> you can. Number six, and this is weird. I guess I do like this movie better than First Blood. Predator, Thorne Schwarzenegger. I thought that'd be higher. I feel like you talk about that movie a lot. I, all right. Knowing you? I should have clarified, I which the first four movies I've talked about aren't like this, but my favorite kind of movie is where there's a short cast, they're in a confined area, and it's a lot of dialogue. It's a lot of, let's focus on these mm-hmm. people. That's like That kind of falls into me like in Westerns. Yeah, I did not exactly because like Josie Wales we watched two mm-hmm. weeks ago, they brought in all those random side characters. Sure. But the, on the premise, there's like three people you care about, right? Right away, and you feel that deeper mm-hmm. connection. Too. Yeah. But I, I, as much as I do like more actiony, more eventful movies, mm-hmm. the horror movies I like are just bad guy, good guy, or two mm-hmm. trying to escape the bad guy. Like right. when we watched Hush on Netflix. Yeah, exactly. She's alone in the house. There's two side characters that try to help her. They're short-lived, and then there's the bad guy. Yep. And it's just a psychological kind of battle. I I enjoy those kinds of movies as yeah. well. That's why, and Predator's great because like they're in the jungle. There's eight of them or so. They get picked off eventually. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's a big action movie, but it's it's focused on them. It's not like they're in the jungle, then they're going to go travel. It's not like Fast and Furious right. movies where right. they're constantly moving. Uh, Clue at number five. That one I've got on DVD that I could let you borrow. Clue is just, it's in the 80s. It's a bunch of popular actors. There's different endings you can choose from. Is it like the board game? Yeah. That seems like ahead of its time. I'm surprised. I've never heard of any movie doing that since. Granted, you can't. Was that uh, Bandersnatch? Yeah, it's like that. Is that what it was called? I can't think of it. What's the actual show called? Black Mirror. Yeah, Snatch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like that, only at the end of the movie, you can either watch all three in a row, or you can like mm-hmm. have a random one. Remember Netflix? A couple of years ago, they did that a few times. There was just interactive stuff. Yeah. And I think they were all pretty crappy. That Bandersnatch wasn't too Bandersnatch good. Bandersnatch frustrated me, because it kept starting me over, or putting it, me back way too far. It eventually forced you to go to where it yeah. wanted you. Yeah. And then there's the Bear Grylls survival show. Yeah. And I remember I made him try to jump over something and he it looked like a video game character that just didn't compute <laughs> he like fell on a rock and it like cut and he's like you got me you got me killed let's try again and i was like okay and that's enough of this and <laughs> All I, right, I closed the netflix app and never opened that show up again but yeah i remember netflix tried that like interactive not like it's the exact same thing sure. but i mean for an 80s movie it was probably as comparable as it's gonna oh, get yeah yeah but i remember those just being terrible yeah, this one, I think it does it well. Each of the endings is all plausible. They're all interesting. And it's cool because there's creepy elements to the movie, like, you know, a murder mystery, mm-hmm. and then there's also comedy to it. So it's uh, it's really fun to watch. That's the only movie on here that's not probably, like, critically acclaimed. It's a big uh, cult, cult classic right. movie. It's got a big following. Number four, The Prestige, which I'm sure you've heard me talk I've about. I've heard you talk about that more than if I could get, anybody. If I get my disc back from our friend who has yet to watch it, I gave him that disc last summer. It blows my... Granted, I get in these weird moods where like, gosh, all I want to do is watch movies. Mm-hmm. And then I watch one movie and I'm like, eh. It's right. it's funny because he listens to this show sometimes. Does so he? So you might have indirectly called him out oh. here. If I don't think are... he listens to every one. Oh. But the fact that he actually supports this show and you might have just called him out. Well, 
I hate to do it, but gosh, you got to watch it. It's so, <laughs> it's, because there's a lot of good movies that have twist endings, but there's a few where there's multiple twists and you don't know what's coming. Like, mm-hmm. that's the thing. It's it's not as predictable as other ones that I've mentioned. I don't know. It, and granted, it was made more recently. Like, Psycho's ending. Actually, I don't know if you would get Psycho's ending. That one's, it, it stands Kyle apart. said, Nick, you're really stupid. You wouldn't like, understand. You know how there's those twist endings where you're like, well, I bet he did it. And it's like, yeah, they point right to him doing it. Like, this movie's not like that. Mm-hmm. And it's got magicians. It's the turn of the century. Like, like Penn Teller. Yeah, yeah Ben. <laughs> it all comes around. It's oh, it's so good. And it's Christian Bale and Hugh Jackman going back and forth with Michael Caine as the old magician. Mm-hmm. Oh, and it opens up. Every Kyle's gonna every watch magic this whole trick list has before uh, work tomorrow. There's the, every magic trick has three parts. Do you know what the third part's called? No, the prestige. Oh, yeah. now I know. Take, now I know. I could recite the opening, but I don't want to be that guy. Uh, this is where it gets interesting. These are the three movies I wanted you to watch. Promise, none of them are streamable. Uh, I have the thing at number three. The thing is the best horror movie. And that's, I'm not going to argue with you. Welcome. Now, Grant, I know you're not a big horror guy like I am, but... I'm getting, the, I haven't seen a lot of the classics. I have yeah. seen a lot of the mediocre Netflix ones that are just shock value kind of horror. I'm going to, I'm going to put together like a grocery bag because I have just about all of these on disc. It's going to be like DVD going guy. to Blockbuster back in the day. I, I, I yeah, just gonna I'm just going to... a bunch of DVDs. Oh, and see, that's, what's great is like I could give you all these on DVD and they're all great. Mm-hmm. So you could just reach in... <laughs> Boom, and it and it wouldn't disappoint you. You right. wouldn't have to be like, oh, I got that right. one. You know, I gotta watch it. Oh, it's great. It's Kurt Russell's best performance. It's about uh, twelve researchers on the Antarctic uh, research station, the mm-hmm. American. Again, short cat or you know, small number of people, isolated environment, dialogue heavy. Mm-hmm. Got to work together. The thing is a alien they find in the ice. Um, and it can perfectly mimic a person. So, like, right. if I was the thing right now, you would have no way of knowing. <laughs> Imagine, like, on film, I just, oh, that'd be terrifying. Uh, it's great. And so they have to figure out ways to figure out what the thing is and try to stop it. And the problem is, is it's been hibernated in the snow. Mm-hmm. So they can't just, like, ignore it because it'll just go to sleep. And when people come to rescue them, because, mm-hmm. no, you know, they don't report back then it'll just take over. And like okay. And the, they do a little computation to see like how quickly it could like take over the world. Like there's reasons why it's an urgent mm-hmm. matter. It might be my favorite movie. I've seen it the most recent out of my top 3. Okay. And I've seen it more recently than The Prestige. So it's like I feel weird putting it at number 1, but it, it's so good. There's there's so many like videos on YouTube chronicling like who gets infected when, mm-hmm. how you know they got infected. At the end of the movie, the end, oh, I don't want to ex- explain the ending at all because it's so good. That one, <laughs> uh, our buddy also, another buddy has, and he watched it. Um, I'll get that one. We got a lot of buddies. Yeah, we got, yeah, we got a lot of buddies. <laughs> Number two, 12 Angry Men. 1954? 59? I, always I looked say, it up earlier when you said it wasn't available to stream. I thought it was 9. It's been but. on Netflix forever. I don't know why. It's literally, there's a Family Guy episode about it. 12 jurors. Mm-hmm. It's a cut and dry case. Uh, you know, they, the movie literally opens with the judge explaining what their job is. They go into the jurors' room. Uh, you know, let's take an initial vote. 
everyone says guilty except for one guy. Mm-hmm. So you know what the movie's going to be. You know how it's going to end. But the path to get there is so good. Mm-hmm. Like the way this guy like breaks down every point. And there's a lot of like prejudice and like like jurors being not corrupt. But you know what I mean? How like that their morals can influence what they mm-hmm. choose. And it's just a really good movie that still, uh, still holds up. Still right. relevant. Number one, I have Reservoir Dogs. And, you know... I, I don't know. I really do like that movie. It might still be my number one. <laughs> 12 Angry Men, literally, like, I watched it, and then, like, the next day I watched it again. Like, I just, I loved it. Because mm-hmm. it's, again, 12 people in one, literally the whole movie is that one room, them talking. And then the end, they walk out, and the beginning, they walk in. Mm-hmm. So, Reservoir Dogs is similar. It's people, it's a bank heist. You never get, or it's a jewelry store heist. And you never get to see it, which is cool because, like, Tarantino does that a lot with his movies. You know, like, the movie's all about a heist gone wrong, and you never even see what happens, see uh-huh. why it goes wrong. And then you got to figure out which guy was the rat. Have you seen Reservoir Dogs? No. It's born- I've honestly seen most of Tarantino's stuff, though. Yeah. No, yeah, you have. I, I That's good of you. It's uh, it's my favorite Tarantino movie. Everyone would say his best movie's Pulp Fiction, mm-hmm. and I would say it's probably, yeah. But I, I think Reservoir Dogs is his second best. Mm-hmm. I think it gets overlooked because it was his first. It's not... The action isn't as crazy. It, for for its time, it was like bloody gory. Mm-hmm. It's like... But you could watch that and then watch Kill Bill and be like, it's not even close. Right. But the characters are great. The dialogue... Oh, man. I'm trying to like go through these quickly, but I could have talked about any one of well, those movies we'll, at we'll get me to watch one. And then we yeah. can give you the justice you deserve and actually talk about it at length. And Yeah, I would say other than Predator, I have all of those on DVD. All of them? Every single one. That's impressive. I like buying stuff on DVD. I just like having to, for these situations. I like physically owning mm-hmm. it too. Because if I sit down and say, oh, I haven't seen that in forever, mm-hmm. I know I can watch it when I want. Mm-hmm. Not As long as streaming. the Xbox has the disc tray on it, we're all set. Exactly. I will skip over my 12 Angry Men notes, which I basically covered. <laughs> but uh, no, just off your description, like I heard you talk about a lot of those before, but I didn't know what they were about per se. Yeah. And like just get your little synopsis, like there's probably four or five of them already. I'm like, ooh, I really, really want to see oh. that one. So Yeah, that's. I was going to say, they're not very like bleh mm-hmm. movies either. Like the all... 12 Angry Men, I never knew what that was about. Oh, yeah. I honest to God, laugh again, I thought that was a Western. I, I've heard nothing about that movie other than the title. Have you seen uh, Once Upon a Time in the West? No. Mm. Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, yes. Yeah. Uh, Henry Fonda <laughs> is like, thing. yeah, he's like the bad guy in Once Upon a Time in the West. He's juror number 12, the guy who has to convince everybody in this movie. And he is phenomenal. Like, he's such a good character to watch. Right. He's a really good actor, too, so mm-hmm. that helps, obviously. Um, yeah, literally, I... I'll probably go home and round all of those up and then just because I know you may not watch them all in a row, but you'll at least watch them and give them back to mm-hmm. me. Not going to point any fingers at who won't watch theirs wow. and give it back to me. Wow. I just, it, once you see any one of those movies and we talk about it, you'll realize, like, okay, I want other people to watch this so mm-hmm. I can talk to them about it. I could watch one a week. Then, then we can just go. Oh, that might be a new series. Nick watches Kyle's top 10 movies. <laughs> That would be great. That would mean at least could, 10 more weeks you could this rank them. Oh, man. You could rank them and That'd be like... That'd be fun. Oh. We might have to do that. Hopefully, we got you 10 more back. weeks of this left in us. You get back like, Shawshank's awful. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, only, I only liked three of them. 
Shawshank's the only one on there that's like long mm. and it's like you know where it's going but it's still mm-hmm. my senior quote was a uh, get busy living or get busy dying wow which is what I uh, allowed that to go in the yearbook because I was the editor you did yeah I yeah gave, gave it the good old I'm pretty sure that was also my eighth grade yearbook quote you guys did those in eighth grade mm-hmm. wow yeah get busy living or get busy dying Andy Dufresne I, the only I innocent man in we Shawshank. did not get that opportunity in eighth grade oh. All I got in eighth grade was cancer. Jesus. Come on. That was I'm funny. Sorry. We know that was funny. I, I can't laugh at that. Sure That's you can. Terrible. I laughed at it. It happened to me. Um, uh, now, see, now it's just awkward because you wouldn't just laugh. I'm sorry. The I shock know. horror is what I'm here for. <coughs> Excuse um, me. Yeah. The shock horror. Um, I'll let you go into Stand By Me since you listen to it <laughs> so now, much. you sent me that song, and I said, I definitely know this song. Yeah. I knew the chorus of the song. Beautiful. Yeah. Beautiful. It, There's not much more to say other than beautiful. It, this right. year in the whole thing, it's simpl- It's beautifully simplistic the way it is. I agree. It, he's singing, what's his name? Ben E. King. Ben E. King. Okay, I thought that was it. I didn't want to be wrong. That was his only like big one alone, and then he went to the Drifters. You know the, um, gosh... It's going to kill me. The He had a big song with a group of four. Mm-hmm. He was their new lead type thing. Uh-huh. And you would know it as soon as I told it to mm-hmm. you. So, it, But this was his big song by himself. Okay. And just the strings that accompany it oh, are beautifully done. The instruments are just beautiful. It's beautifully done. This, and it's oh. so simple. It's so elegant. And it's, it, it, it's everything that, not to sound like super boomer-like, mm-hmm. it's almost everything today's music isn't. Yeah. In the sense of it's a guy just singing his heart out. You can tell the words mean something to him. And it's not overly done in right. the sense where it's like, okay, what's going on? It's him singing. You feel the pain he's singing about. You feel right, sure. the sentimental, emotional, right. whatever. And the strings accompany it perfectly rather than mm-hmm. taking something away from the words yeah. he's singing. And it, it just works. Oh, the bass. It just works. Dude. It's really all I need to say. It works. Why it do you does. like it though? This isn't about why I like it. I love it for all the reasons you said. Um, I always thought it would be a really good uh, wedding, your your wedding song. Mm-hmm. I feel like that's one that I don't know why it isn't wedding songs, but like, because that's why I wrote you. Like, who wouldn't want to have someone in their life that like you could sing that uh-huh. either to or like that person you want to stand by you? Are oh. you flirting with me? <laughs> no. You know Kayla watches. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I don't want to. I don't want to push too far. Uh huh. Yeah. <laughs> Sadly, I don't have someone to sing. Oh that come song on! To. Now, now you're the one making it all bummed out. What you a, can laugh at it. What an episode this has been. Oh. Nick, we question if Nick drinks lead water, and <laughs> Nick and Kyle make dark jokes about their lives. Lead water. Oh, oh man, I uh, I think it's it's the best oldie too. Right, like out of the old oldies. I don't know if that counts as Motown, but gosh, it is just beautifully simplistic I like the way you put that you can't show me something wrong with that song is yeah. the first thing second thing and I put it other in here, than it doesn't get the damn recognition it <laughs> exactly I think too there are certain things out there that you can have an opinion on see what I did there with the uh, yeah but like like that song if you said that song's not good like you're wrong mm-hmm. like there's no like oh i just don't like like no yeah you know what i mean like kyle's is gonna listen to you but not, and not that just because it's my favorite i'm trying to like jurassic park mm-hmm. i think that is one of the better just 
That's a good movie. Mm-hmm. There's not much wrong with it. There's a lot you can take from it, depending on what you want to take from it. It's a kid's movie, but it's also kind of creepy. You know, it's got the dinosaurs. And so if someone watches it, it was like, yeah, that wasn't that good. Mm-hmm. It, I wouldn't entertain Why, why not? Yeah. I don't know. Do you see what I'm saying? Like, no, no, I get a, it. There's some things in life that are like objectively one way or the other that you, even though yeah. technically you can have an opinion on it, you can't. Yeah. You know, unless your opinion matches the correct one. Like. If that makes sense. No, I get what you're saying. I, I, I'm very open-minded in the What's sense of if someone doesn't like something that I really enjoy mm-hmm. and they actually have a reason. Like, I love The Office. Yeah. I think it's a great show. I think right. there's so many different kinds of humor involved mm-hmm. that you should be able to find something. Right. But most of their humor is kind of sly. Did you catch that? Right. These people are kind of goofy, that deal, where you have to pick up on some things. Mm-hmm. And so I've had friends that just go, The Office is terrible. It's not funny. And I go, yeah. Okay, why isn't it funny? And they just say it's just not funny, right? And they don't—they like, don't offer yeah. any reason why it's not funny. Yeah, then your opinion. It like I don't count. think Amy Schumer's funny, right? Right, and I don't think she's funny because it's she's blatantly ripped off jokes before, mm-hmm. and her delivery sucks. Sure, that's why I don't think she's funny. Right, when you got reasons. And to back no, it I don't up. think women can't be funny. I just think Amy Schumer is a horrible pioneer of the women comedians are just as funny as men. I think you should pick literally anybody else. Yeah. Maybe like Nikki Glaser. Yeah, she's pretty funny. I like Nikki Glaser. I love Nikki Glaser. Like, for people who don't like the Beatles, understandable, but you at least have to respect what they did for music. That's where I'm saying, like, objectively, you can't just, nope, they suck. Yeah, and that's what ticks me off, because you could tell me something crazy. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to think of something blasphemous like that you could tell me. You could say Stairway to Heaven's not a top 10 classic rock song or something. Exactly. And, and you'd be like... I'll go, why? And you can say, because it sucks. And I'll go, okay, well, you're full of crap then. Sure. Like, there's... And I'll entertain any idea as long as that's not the argument. Like, you just say it for the fact of someone's going to get really mad that this is my opinion. Exactly. Because Or just to be like different. Like, yeah, just yeah. to be different or just to go, oh, this is really going to piss some people off, so mm-hmm. that's going to be my opinion. Right. You know? And, and I, I, I think that those are the worst kind of people. Because they agree. know exactly what they're doing, and they exactly. aren't going to add anything to their argument. Because they know if you just on the surface level go, yeah, Pulp Fiction's a horrible movie. Yep. The, the people are just going to go. Just to be get, on the complete opposite. Yeah. Of every, yeah, yeah. And I didn't mean to take that into a wherever we just took that. I just I liked that though. That, you I know think what I'm that saying? was a fun little side tangent. And I as think far as our side tangent. That's go. a good way to clarify. Have an opinion to an extent. <laughs> Imagine we just put a little to an extent. <laughs> uh, but that song, that's where I was going with it. That song is great. It doesn't have to be everyone's favorite. Mm-hmm. Scenes from an Italian restaurant has crept up there. When we get done here, I got to tell you about Billy Joel I was live. Gonna, I was going to say, he you was, need to tell us about Billy Joel live. He was point. incredible. He, I mean, like for as old as he is, mm-hmm. great. He didn't sing Piano Man till 10 o'clock, and so he said it's 10 o'clock on a Saturday. Uh, oh, Billy. You'd... Oh, you saw him on a Saturday, too. Yeah, so. yeah it was at the Bills Stadium. Was he, he sweaty? Little... Not really. I he feel like every concert and... clip I've watched of him, he's <laughs> just... just super sweaty just gas so that's why i asked i'm trying to think he didn't get up and dance really until the encore but his encore was it's i think it started with we didn't start the fire Mm -hmm. he literally he did just about every big song he has with a couple other ones i hadn't heard before wasn't as big on and the only songs i can think of he didn't do that i would have been like oh i wish i would have saw that was goodnight saigon 
Gosh, I, I mean, he didn't play that at all. He didn't play Good Night Saigon. No, uh, he didn't do A Matter of Trust, which is a good one. I like it's not one of his biggest ones, but I mm-hmm. like it. Um, and so it goes is a really good sad song, but it wasn't the place for that yeah. kind of song either. So it was like, yeah. And uh, everybody loves you now. Have uh-huh. You heard that one? No, it was in his first album. Th- that's the weird thing about sadder songs yeah they don't big. really fit like where do you especially billy joel where it's yeah. like we didn't start the fire piano man uptown right. girl like where do you plop that in the set list did, where it's not like oh he did uptown girl he uh so with we didn't start the fire he played the guitar mm-hmm. so like, he got up from the piano uptown girl he was like dancing around doing mm-hmm. his he did the thing where like you put your hand in your suit coat uh-huh. like your heart's beating he kept doing this like, oh <laughs> billy you're, you're the best <laughs> what else? he did you may be right it's like his encore was literally We Didn't Start the Fire, Uptown Girl. It's still rock and roll to me. Mm-hmm. You may be right. He did another hour. And Big Shot. I'm pretty sure it was those five. Like, Did he end with Big Shot? I don't know which one he ended on. I wasn't paying that kind of attention to it because it was oh, it was so good. It might have been that or it's still rock and roll to me. He ended the show on scenes from an Italian restaurant and then went into Piano Man and like put on the like harmonica thing mm-hmm. that keeps Oh my gosh. Scenes from an Italian restaurant live because he started with the dun dun dun, dun uh-huh. and, and everybody goes, ah, oh yeah and he did he did Allentown they, I love Allentown they, they put up because they're like screens uh-huh. and so they did the big like chew from the choo choo train <laughs> and he starts into he goes ooh, ooh, ah, right into the mic uh-huh. it's like oh Billy did you not to not to get on that but did you have to wear masks you know it's funny it said you did me and my mom were prepared to. No one was wearing masks. It wasn't even like the workers, and they just uh-huh. couldn't control everyone. Like nobody. And okay. like, well, I, it's one of those things like you wear it coming in, and then once you're in, you can take it off type thing. That's one of those like now some, why now they're way, making but... it. It's either you have to be vaccinated or have a negative test to go. But some people uh-huh. like you have to wear a mask. I would never wear a mask at a concert. I'd just wait until this yeah. all kind of dies down again. Right. And what fun? Because you want to like sing along and move exactly. around and, and like something. wearing a mask with that would just annoy me. I think. Yeah. And we were up in, um, so you know PNC Park, mm-hmm. it goes up, and then there's like the grandstands way up top, like the nosebleeds. Mm-hmm. We were up in those seats, and it was, I mean, you could see on the screen, you could see them way down there in the piano. Mm-hmm. Once they got like the, because there's no opener, so the first song was moving out, mm-hmm. and you couldn't really hear him well, and everyone was like, oh, you can't hear him. It's like, well, there was no one before him for them to dial it in yeah. on. Yeah. Oh, that's what I was going to say. Two more things. Sorry. No, you're good. Three, three more things. This is your, this is so, your time. I'm trying to think of what order to do them in because they were so wild. He did. Uh, sorry, I didn't want to swear there. Say the uh, the f word. What was his last song? Because he cut in the middle of it. There was another guy there. I don't know if it was his son, Jolie Bill. <laughs> he he must be a little bit foreign because this guy like sang a whole song in French or something oh. like that. And Billy Joel did a piano. I'm, I don't know the name of the song. It was beautiful. <laughs> This guy was the guitar player, and he could sing really well, too. Billy Joel's playing one of his songs. It might have been either Big Shot or You May I Be Right. I just had a horrible thought. I'll wait till you're done with your new three points, oh, okay. though. Um, so he's going, and then, like, middle of the song stops. They go into Rock and Roll by Led Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. That guy sings, like, you've been a long time since... And, like, goes, and then it goes back into Billy Joel's song, which is amazing. Mm-hmm. Like, hard rocking on the piano, beautiful. Uh, the middle of... You know the song River of Dreams? Yeah. Like the in I don't the know it well, but night, I've heard it. That song. So he they stop. They play Tush by ZZ Top. <laughs> that guy is singing it. And then like it goes quiet for a minute. 
And then he goes, in the middle of the night. And it goes, and it like meshed perfectly with his song. It was beautiful. And the other thing that I thought was hilarious was he's like, all right, we have a special guest here to sing something for you. And I'm like, oh, that's cool. Who's who's going to be? And he's like, you may know him from uh, the Goo Goo Dolls. And I was like, are they about to sing Iris? Uh. This, the lead singer of the Goo Goo Dolls runs out on stage, sings Iris, and leaves. <laughs> that was it. <laughs> And everyone's like, you know, the the refrain of are that. Are they from song. Buffalo, the Goo Goo Dolls? Yes. I want to say they are, but yeah, I don't, yeah okay. it's because he said, "I want to welcome you to my hometown." It was just the lead singer. Okay. And yeah, he they sang Irish. He Iris. He didn't want the world to see him because uh-huh. you know, he didn't know if they'd understand. Yeah. And then he was like, "Thank you." And he just wanted Billy to know who he was. <laughs> he booked it off stage. <laughs> he went bye. <laughs> he went Brenda and Eddie goodbye. <laughs> That's a good Billy Joel joke right there. I don't think many people are going to get that one, but me and Kyle got that one. I was going to say something. You hit me with that. I was going to uh, – the thought I was mentioning, if you were done, I thought I counted three there. Yeah. Um, it's funny that your first post-pandemic – I mean, it, things are getting bad again, but your first po- post-COVID uh, – we'll just say post-COVID. Your first post-COVID concert was Billy Joel. Yeah, and mine was big and rich after the Pirates game, <laughs> right. and that thought just ticks me off to no oh. end. What's our last topic? It was because <laughs> now I'm upset. Sorry, my mom really likes him. This was all like she's wanted to go see him forever, even go to New York oh, City to see him. He's so high on my list. I might look up tickets for him. Just we're to thinking see about going again. She wants to go again when he's at Notre Dame Stadium, oh, okay. and then they like, go visit. Cool. Yeah, he's just it's insane for how old he is, how good he mm-hmm. still. Is. I mean, it's like. Obviously, it's live, but it sounds just as good as it did, you know. And the piano, that was the one thing I was going to say. You forget that he's the guy doing the piano. Mm-hmm. Like, you listen to a song, it's like, you hear his voice more than I feel like you realize the piano. Yeah. And then you watch, it's like, this guy's a good piano player. Like, he's oh, yeah. going off on the Before he even starts singing, it's like, gosh, you forget. Because, like, like, in Led Zeppelin, the singer, Robert Plant, isn't the guy playing the guitar. Mm-hmm. So you kind of, you separate them. It's like... Without Billy Joel, you lose your singer and your piano. Oh, the saxophone guy. And then they like walk to the front of the stage, do a solo uh-huh. for Scenes from an Italian Restaurant. I like when they give those band members like their time in the spotlight for... And what was great about... Not to cut you off. After each song, like one song had a big bass line. So you'd be mm-hmm. like, that's the bass player, blah, blah, blah. Next song had like a good guitar solo. You'd be like, that's a guitar. But it's like each guy yeah. had a big spot in one song. He would point them out, which is really cool. All right. Sorry. I went on I a just rant. Keep, I love. There's a there was a YouTube or not a YouTube a Netflix documentary called Hired Gun that was about studio and like touring musicians mm-hmm. that were technically in the band. Oh yeah, you're right. And I can just think the only knock I have on Billy Joel is apparently he had the same drummer for a super long time, and then yeah. Billy Joel had those tax issues or whatever. Okay. Where he lost money, and I guess he just the, the drummer asked for a raise because he had a family now or something, and Billy yeah. Joel just cut him off, never talked to him again, brought oh, in a new drummer. <laughs> damn. Yeah, that is. But you waited till you had tax issues to ask him for a race. Fair, yeah. (laughs) I mean, also it's it's Billy Joel. Like if I walked up to my boss as he's like the company's down twenty percent in every area, and I was like, hey, I've been working pretty hard. If I went from uh, fifteen to nineteen an hour, I would feel that. On on the surface, he could have timed that better. He should have waited till just after he let out uh, scenes from Italian restaurant. Get him, you know, get him when he's on his high, Uh, not when he's at his low. (laughs) All right, rank these best to worst. Freebird, Bohemian Rhapsody, Stairway to Heaven. We've talked about this a lot. Those are the three big, like, rock song, mm-hmm. not ballads, but, like, long, great, uh-huh. universally loved. 
uh, I'll do it in impactfulness of my musical uh, development, okay. I guess. Sure. Freebirds number three. Okay. I out of you, that's what I expected. Bow rap number two. Good. Just because I think it's getting overplayed a little bit now. Good man. One that... stairway because it's stairway. It's probably the best. And rock I know song me ever. and you. Me and you are very favorable to Led Zeppelin here. If you asked me three years ago, I would have said Bohemian Rhapsody. Ooh. But I think Stairway just has it all. It does. That's a good way to put it. And there's no that that little acapella part in the middle of Bohemian Rhapsody. Sure, when it's over and they kick back into it and it gets really intense, it's awesome. Yeah. But that part of me was like, when is this going to end? There's no part like that to Stairway, and that's my determining factor. Ooh, I love it. I uh, I did Stairway 1, Freebird 2, Bohemian Rhapsody 3. I'm not a huge Queen guy. Also, the solo at the end of Freebird, I think, uh, doesn't get enough recognition, mm-hmm. even though it's known for its solo. It's I listen, like Sometimes I'll drive home, just skip to the solo, and it's, it's like four minutes of <laughs> sh- just shredding. It's beautiful. Um, let me go to the next one here. Top three fruits. Oh! Because you're a produce man. Uh-huh. You, you understand that not world. Not a piano man. No. Or Rocket Man or a Tambourine Man, but I thought that was pretty funny. Um, I ranked my top three. I figured you could either try and okay. you give me your top three, and I'll see how wrong you are. Okay, fair <laughs> enough. And number three, I have two because I couldn't choose between them. Okay, fruits are tough. I'll I'll give you some leniency, except for mm. number one. Or there are, oh, there's no options either. I there's an object. Well, okay. <laughs> not objective like Stand uh, by Me, but oh, let me think. Number three fruit's gonna be grapes. If it's a good crunchy grape, that's probably my fifth. You got a good crunchy grape, not a medium crunch. We need it, we need it to be crunchy. Fair. I hate grapes when they're not crunchy. Oh yeah, you want it. You not wanna, like I think anyone. Not like crunchy, should. but you want like you want chew into something. You not want mush. you don't want it to be mush or mm. even medium mush. We just want it to go to that little. When right. You bite yeah. You want it. yeah. yeah. Uh, number three grapes. Uh, number two is probably pineapple. Wow. Probably pineapple for me. Pineapple gets slept on. Fresh pineapple, when it's really sour, like it is, it's good. And it makes you pay. Yeah. And number one's got to be apples, any kind of apple. Good man. Those are respectable. I thought this was going to be more of me being like, you're, you're a fool, but uh-huh. I can respect those. Three, I said strawberries or apples. Depends. Okay. Strawberries are great to eat. Apple pie, apple cider. Like what you get from apples is probably why they're so Versatility. great. Versatility. And there's like 20 <laughs> different kinds of them. Yeah. Number two, watermelon. I think when okay. watermelon's perfect, it's. It's it, good. If there's a good watermelon, it's my fourth. The problem with watermelon is it's rarely as good as it can be. Mm-hmm. You get two really sweet bites if you cut up a bunch of it mm-hmm. and eat it. And then you get that like pink you, and white piece. And yeah, you're like, oh, that's, that's dry. I don't know if we just have bad luck, but probably 70% of the watermelon we eat at home is just bad. the dry stuff. And I'm like, ah. I hate that. You had so much potential. Number one, uh, cherries. Okay. I love cherries. They I are. can't tell you the last time I had a cherry, but I oh, was not yeah. fond of it the last gotta time I had one. Got to spit the pit out. You got to work uh-huh. for it. Beautiful. Uh, I got two more. Okay. Better goat, Jordan <laughs> or Brady? <laughs> the Billy. The Billy goat. Brady. Would I put on it? Oh, go ahead. I, uh, this one I don't have a clear answer, so I said I'm torn, but I lean towards Jordan, mm-hmm. and I wanted to see what you would say. In about all that. honesty, it's probably Brady. It's so tough. But I think Jordan. There's more emphasis on, and again, that could be the wrong way of thinking, because basketball you got five you guys out there. You're playing offense and defense. He did most of the scoring. Brady, he had. I uh, would Tampa Bay. He had good weapons. With New England, he didn't have the best group of weapons. Sure. He had Randy Moss, and they lost the Super Bowl that right. year, even though they went sixteen and zero. Right. Uh, but 
It's so tough. It's they tough. both got six rings. I, I don't know if I could. Well, Brady has seven now. Oh my gosh, that's right. Because he has all the Patriots ones, and then he won when he was old. Jordan didn't. But Jordan won two three-peats. What would have happened if he didn't retire, too? Right. And basketball's have, tough. You have eight. Basketball, hockey. Like, it's hard to say the goat of baseball because there's too many people on the field. Uh-huh. Same with football. It's like, how is Tom Brady better than, uh, you know, Jerry Rice? How do you compare him? Mm-hmm. But See, I would say Jordan because it's easier to determine he's the best. They had that run where it was all in a row, and they only stopped winning because he left. Right. Whereas Brady, it's been a long time. Yeah. But it's been over 20 years, which could also be seen as more impressive. So it's right. tough. I don't know. It's tough I can't, I'm not even going to give you an answer. The one thing that you could make the argument for Brady, when you say who's the best quarterback, it's Brady and it's not close. We say who's the best basketball player, you get Jordan mostly, but now there's LeBron. There's The problem is if you say best football player, mm-hmm. I still say Brady, but you could argue like... Lawrence Taylor, like a really good defensive player. Like, how do you compare him? Right. I was just curious. Figured I'd see what you thought about it. And my last one, rank these Mountain Dew flavors. Oh, come on now. Baja, Code Red, and Voltage. Oh, The big three that aren't the originals, it's good, but it's like, how do you rank it? Code Red number three. Oh. Sorry. Wow, that hurt my feelings right away. I'm sorry. I'm a big cherry guy. I'm going to write that down. I might put Baja two, Voltage one. That's fair. I uh, I think I have I'm Baja. gonna lock it in. Lock Final it in. answer. Let me. Uh, <laughs> Baja I have at three. I think Baja gets overrated. I uh, I have cans of it at home. Really good. Mm-hmm. It's really good once in a while, and I feel like Voltage also falls into that. Mm-hmm. Code Red's always been my favorite, but I'm also there's always cherry stuff and blue raspberry, and I always lean towards cherry, so that's mm-hmm. why I like that. And when I go hunting, I have a bottle of Code Red and a honey bun. It's been that way since I've been 12. And Kyle's sugar. Yeah, well, I intake. have a little, you know, my little hunting blind. So uh-huh. it's like, I, you know, it's the winter. You're putting down a bottle that's darn near freezing to the ground. Oh, it's so crisp when you crack it. Dang, I really like the <laughs> Kyle's Choice episode. I just rambled Kyle on everything I enjoy. <laughs> oh, we got to do that movie thing. We, we, oh, so I think excited. we might have to. We hope that you enjoyed listening to Kyle for once instead of my dumb self. We get zero viewers. Like, who the, I don't like that guy. Yeah, who, 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 <laughs> I like Kyle. it better when he. It's, it's in. all. It's all going to be Kyle should be the host. Uh, but thank you very much for checking out How to Pity. We appreciate you listening. As always, uh, there should be two YouTube videos of this going up because the next choice video never went up because oh, my my laptop was giving me some issues. That's good though. Uh, back to back storage wise. So earlier this week, you should check my choice should be up. Nice. And uh, this Friday. Uh, the day this one views. up, this should uh, this should be up. So you should get two in one week. Of Plus, the, you uh, had that uh, the root beer. Exactly, root beer taste test challenge. Josie Wales, some other of my favorite things. Yeah. This one you heard Kyle's things. Listen to them both. Let me. Uh, who do you agree with more? Let us know. Who do you choose? Who do you choose? Rank us. <laughs> we'll see you next time. I have an opinion.